Hi, uh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Endless Celts podcast. Uh, tonight, I'm taking over hosting duties from Stephen. Uh, he's dealing with some stuff at the minute, so uh, we may not hear from him from our uh, next couple of episodes, but just want to send uh, our wishes to you, Stephen. We're all thinking about you, mate. Just make sure everything's all right. Uh, but tonight, I'm joined by show regulars Ross Muir and William Dobbin. Boys, how you doing? Good, mate. Yourself? I'm no bad, no bad. Bit I'm, short not that great. I'm not great, to be fair, after that You're performance no last night. Well, we'll get oh. on to that, mate. <laughs> You've got ample <laughs> opportunity to speak here, so we'll dive into that just shortly. Uh, I just want to say as well to everybody that's listening, thanks for the support recently. Um, it might not seem a lot, but we've, we're only 40-odd episodes in, and we've just broke 400 subs on YouTube. So if you're listening on YouTube, watching on YouTube, um, please just continue to like videos, comment on the videos, uh, subscribe, hit the wee bell. And if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes or whatever other platform that you're listening on, um, again, just thanks for the support. Um, but let's get into proceedings here. So last night, as Williams alluded to, was uh, the second leg, uh, Champions League qualifiers against Michelin, and we lost. So 2-1 result after extra time. Certainly not the result we were all expecting or hoping for. But I'll come. I don't know who to come to first here. I think Beefy is rather going to have quite a bit to say. Uh, but William, you seem quite upset earlier, so um, I'll come to you first, mate. Just looking back at the game last night, what's your thoughts? Um, just sadness, really. It's what's sad about it is I was well, I was I was understandably pretty angry after straight afterwards. But then the more I mulled it over, the more I thought like, oh, it's, it's just seems to be the norm now, which is that's what saddened me. Uh, just seems like we're coming yeah. round every year and we're um, we're not strengthening the side. There's there's far stronger sides in the side we've got now that have failed at this hurdle, and uh, it just seems like the lessons never learned, and it's just it's, it's yeah. just continues year after year, and I just get sick of it. Um, I was really hopeful last night after the. I thought the, the first uh, leg performance we, we played really well. And to be fair, I thought we played very decent last night as well. Also, uh, it's just the, the problem is we've got minimum four or five players in that starting eleven that are that are squad players. They're not Celtic quality, in my opinion. And, and what's lacking is the, the fact that it's mainly in the the back line. Yeah. Um, Greg Taylor's our most experienced defender in there. It's not. It's not great. It's not what you want to go in a qualifier scene. Um, but I, I did. I felt sorry for a lot of players. Like the likes, see the likes of Dane Murray and stuff. Like that. I thought he was excellent. I thought he was superb. But he's. I mean, like I said, these guys are all squad players at best, and to throw them in there uh, because we've got no other alternative, uh, it's it's a bit disheartening. Uh, and I thought, and Christian McGregor, were, I thought were absolutely unbelievable again. Um, they just they're like Duracell bunnies. They just did not stop going. Um, but other other than that, everybody else is a pretty standard. I'm, I've got to get away. I'm if anybody that listens to the show, the podcast knows that I am not Tony Ralston's biggest fan. But I, I thought he had a very good game last night as well. But yeah. again, he had a very good game, but it's still not good enough. He's not Celtic quality. So we need to bring uh, guys in. It's a bit. It's happening because we've watched a couple of pre-season games and then even the first leg of this, we got a bit excited because we're starting to see Angie's philosophy. And uh, then this is a bit of a sucker punch and now we're going to go into the first league game with a bit a bit low on confidence and uh, it just seems a bit the same sort of old feeling as we had the tail end of last year and I don't want that because this is a new regime and we should be going in with like excitement. and So hopefully we can get a few signings in the door because it's Badly, badly needed, and it seems yeah. like the gaffer said the exact same after the game, which I'm sure we'll touch on at some point. But uh, we need to get players through the door very, very quickly. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with everything you've said there, William. I think that um, you're right in saying that um, the the squad, like you mentioned, there's there's a handful of players you could count in one hand how many players are actually first team quality, um, and that in itself is quite worrying. Um, but you, you also gave a wee shout out, and uh, uh, you're right in what you said as well. The likes of Murray and Ralston, they're not 
first team quality players, but they're still relatively young. They've been thrust into the team. Ralston's been there a wee while, but he's not really been a regular. Um, but again, both of the boys put in solid performances. Um, you can't really fault them for much of the game. They, 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 they didn't really put a foot wrong. And Ralston actually impressed me. If he was one of the better players on the park that night. Um, and uh, but that just shows you where we are uh, and uh, how 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 badly things have fallen. Um, but just coming to yourself, Ross, um, do you echo the same sort of sentiments as William? What, what's your feelings on the game last night? How do you think that was? Eh, I, I mean, like like Wally says, uh, the 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 result was disappointing in the end. Eh, but like Wally said as well, I don't think we played probably as well as we did in the first game. But I don't think we played terribly terribly bad last night. Uh, I mean, on the game itself, I think sort of the early part of the game, probably Mitchell and had the better of it. Uh, we sort of weathered their early press. They didn't really like put us under massive pressure, but they probably had the better of the game. Sort of middle part of the the first half, I feel like we started to get a bit of a foothold in the in the game. Um, but then again, the the first half sort of petered out a wee bit. But I mean, look, looking at the, the the way we played, I could sort of see, like, for the majority of the game, I could see how like Ange wants us to play, uh, in regards how high Bain was, uh, and he was getting involved in the passing, uh, like the passing passages with the back line. Uh, so I can I can see the reasoning for the style and the idea, and it's sort of like try to draw. Draw teams out and uh, sort of trying to play through the opposition press, and when it works, it, it looks great. But last night, for me, it only worked once or twice all night, and the yeah. rest of the time, it was sort of heart in the mouth stuff. But uh, again, like I've said before, I sort of hold on to the fact that if we get the right signings in, which I think we're obviously making moves to do then that, that style can be executed better. Uh, but, I mean, moving on to the second half, we, I, I thought we started really well uh, and we were good for our goal. Uh, goal that was for a early in the second, by the oh, way. It was, it was absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? I mean, I thought his goal at the weekend was good. That's just topped it tenfold. It was the taking the chest and the volley. There's no keeper in any team that plays in that Champions League this season would save that. It was it was outstanding. And after that goes in, I, I think there looked for a spell anyway, there looked to be only one winner in the game. We were we were going forward all the time. We were the one that looked like we were going to score. Forrest comes on, he gets that chance to make it two 0 I don't know if it was because he's just just on, he's not up to speed, but it's like it's just Kicking the ball towards the goalie he had like a free shot goal basically. He's missed it, and then seconds later we've we've been absolutely punished as as you as happens at, at European football. Uh, and I don't know, it was sort of took the the knocked the stuffing out us. Uh, and I, I think in the end fatigue probably set in. Uh, that coupled with the fact that we had an absolute passenger, Edward up front. Uh, and I think in the end, at this early stage in our season and process, coupled with the fact that we've got a lot of young guys playing, I just think that we ran out of steam uh, fitness-wise and over the course of the tie, as it's been in the last probably four seasons, we've played well in over the over the piece, we've played well, but we've just not been clinical enough. And you have to take your chances at this level, otherwise you get punished, which we have been again. And it's it was disappointing, but it's defensive mistakes as well, isn't it? I mean, like both the goals were we could, were preventable. Um, yeah. So that's that. That's it, mate. And I can't even because I thought that I, I, I thought Murray had a great game and. You can't even have a go at them because they're, they're like they've tried their, they've worked their socks off and, and tried their heart out, but it's, they're, they're just no good enough. Um, uh-huh. we, we bang on about the youth coming through, and I, I think Dane Murray could be one for the future, but 
Uh, and again, he was great. But uh, even Welsh, like Welsh, is, he's he's been superb since he's came in for us. He's done a great job. But he's not he's not our first team quality. He's a squad player for us. No, no I agree with that. I mean, I, I really I really like Welsh. Uh, I, I think he, he gets stuck in. I mean, he was obviously a bit overzealous when he got that booting yeah. last night. But he's just young and trying to impress. But I, I like say Dane Murray. I think well, obviously, I would imagine that we're probably. I would like to hope that we're going to bring in another defender. On top of Starfield, we'll have Julian coming back. We'll have Welsh. So the likes of Dane Murray, you could maybe see him going out and loan. Maybe hopefully getting a lot of games for somebody, whether it be in the Premier League or the Championship, something like that, and maybe come back a better player. Yeah. Not that like he's very young. He's not a bad player. I don't mean that, but just to gain a bit more first team experience, because I don't <laughs> think through time he'll he'll get the game time that he's looking for. At Celtic at this young age. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, like you said, it's very hard to be critical of the likes of Murray and Welsh in that um last night. And like you says, the the goals essentially that we conceded were preventable. Um, but they, they did they they, they, they burst their arse for the entire time they were on the park and you you've got to give them credit because like you says, they're no experienced enough yet. They've kind of been thrust into circumstance and expected to perform at, at that kind of level. And they've done their best, and you can't fault them for it. But there's one of the probably, things, sorry, John, there's probably no, only <laughs> probably only two players last night that I would have been critical of, and I think maybe one. I, I was I thought Sorrow, I may be a bit harsh, but I think he was uh, just lunging into tackles, far too aggressive, giving away far too many fouls, just trying too hard. I think. Um, again, Turnbull had a good game. I well, Turnbull wasn't great. But I mean, Edward was just non-existent. It looked as if he was a player that's getting having a medical tomorrow. It just looked like he wasn't. A, I mean, Aye. no, he only doesn't look interested. But nothing, nothing was sticking. He couldn't hold up anything. Uh, even running in behind, he was. It was woeful. I, I mean, Scott Bain beat more men than him last night. I think. Aye. I think Scott Bain beat two men. <laughs> He's he's a bloody disgrace. Oh, he was. It was, and, and, and I'm, 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 cannot believe. Was, I mean, we were all texting the group chat last night, and I cannot believe he didn't get, he didn't get hooked. I can't believe he didn't, didn't get taken off. Um, aye, and I, by hooked you mean punched in the face? Aye, aye. <laughs> and I guess he came on and ruffled a defender within thirty seconds, and did more than what Edward did in the whole first hundred ten minutes or whatever it was before. Yet he came on. Um, it's just, it's a strange one. You're right, though. I mean, and, and I think Eddie's performance last night was sort of woeful. Um, we, I think we all thought um, with Ange coming in maybe this year, um, we'd start to see the best of him again. Um, but he just kind of slipped into the same state he was in at the end of last season. I thought for the majority of last season, he just looked disinterested, like you mentioned. He, he looked like he was scared to go in for challenges. He wasn't really... He was kind of lackluster in his movement and he was he was a bit slowed. Like There was a couple of things I think you pointed out as well when he was running back. Uh, and like Ange has already said in his training, etc., that he wants, and we've heard these clips, he wants the guys non-stop running non-stop. You stop when the whistle stops. And for me, Edward just looked lazy, disinterested. And, oh, yeah. and you talk about him no making challenges. The only challenge he made was on Forest when Forest beat about four men and he turned <laughs> the ball off him. <laughs> like, he couldn't <laughs> have had a, honestly, I, I've never, I don't, I, it's got to be his worst performance in a Celtic shot. Got to be. <laughs> See, see, at one point, he was running back, right? And uh, he was doing that, like, sort of, like, spinning the head, like, shaky the head to make it look like he was really, like, going flat out when actually he was, like, not even bothered his arse. He was just, like, jogging back, but he was doing that thing we said to make it look like he was going at full pelt. And I thought, turn it in, man. Aye. And, I mean, if this is a sign that he is on his way out and he, kn- and he knows it um, and he's been played as a matter of circumstance again, um, then I mean so be it but um, we, we, we this brings me on to my next point and that this is uh, I said that with the biggest thing I think we can say and it's, it's certainly at least um, when you look at what most fans are posting most articles are saying uh, this morning uh, and just sort of general consensus is that this all lies at the board's door um, they know we know as fans that this has been happening now for four or five seasons in a row uh, every time we're coming into these Champions League qualifiers, we're, not, we're underprepared. Um, and we're no, the board didn't seem to be uh, investing enough or doing things quick enough. Uh, in this season, the off-seasons, where you'd expect the board to really get the finger out, you'd be expecting them all 
to be pushing for everything and, and having one, two, three, four maybe uh, talks on the go, try to get guys in the door rather than just banking on one and then waiting and it failing and then going for another and waiting on it failing, which is where it appears to be. Because um, we're getting linked to every name under the sun at the minute. Um, but you, th- that's all you're hearing is links. You were not hearing much else. Um, so, well, I'm just coming to yourself. Um, obviously, you touched on earlier uh, that this has become the same old story. Year in, year out, at this stage of the, the, the season, um, we are failing at the first or second hurdle. Um, and because we're underprepared. Um, and again, like I said, this year, all years, is the one year where we really need to get things moving and really needed to get things uh, in question. I know, obviously, COVID and everything else plays a part in that with quarantines and everything else. And we know transfers are only just done by a click of a finger. It takes time. But this is stuff that should have been done day one. There should have been hundreds of contacts going out and, and, and players getting signed or, or, or contacted, clubs getting contacted and things trying to get negotiated as quickly as possible. For me, uh, but what, what's your thoughts on it, William? What, in regards to the board and and, and there, do you believe the, this is falls at the the board's feet and are, are they responsible again? Uh, it's got to be. Uh, they've got to take the flak. It's uh, gone COVID and stuff like that. You can't you can't lay it at the, the gaffer's feet anyway. Um, I like the fact he's actually coming out and in, in some of his comments seems like he is challenging the board, but he does it in a clever way where he's like I think one of his his comments was. Um, <coughs> Uh, maybe I wasn't fo- forceful enough in, in saying we we needed them needed bodies in now. Um, but that, uh, just to touch on that, sorry, William, just before mm-hmm. you continue, that yeah, that is, is a perfect point though, mate, because Ange is, he is, and I love his honesty. And we've touched on it before, and he is coming out, and he, he's he's taking he's taking these roundabout digs. He's he's making us all know Aye. that he's 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 letting them know as well, but he's not being so direct about it. However. The fact that he even says that or, or feels that he should be pressing them harder when they should know mm. at this stage. How many times have we been through this? How many times have the fans <laughs> attacked the board for it um, or been on their back? And how many times do they need to hear it? It's no, like you said, you definitely can't blame Ange in this situation. But the fact that he even felt the need to mention that maybe he's not saying it, it or, or being think, or, what was it you said? Uh, I forget the word. But no being active enough or, or, aye, what, or pushing enough them enough. Or whatever aye. Aye. This is the thing, though. The fact he even feels he needs to say that, that it shouldn't even be the case. The board should be just doing it. I think it goes back. I know we've got, we're talking about um, Andrew's been in a few weeks now, but and it's COVID and all this stuff. But I'm like we've we've bang, we've been banging on about it constantly. This Lennon was out the door months and months ago. We should have had somebody in. We could have had a wealthy targets over however long the period was four months five months is it however long um we could have had we could have a full team we could have a full first 11 bought in that time targets um looked at and then brought in obviously it wasn't it be because all the stuff with, with how and, and and so on but even then like uh, you've, you've uh, alluded to there john it seems to be every season for the past countless seasons um we go in underprepared uh, like I said, we've had far, far better squads than that one last night and still not made it. Uh, just resting on our laurels. and it's, it's my, One of my biggest pet hates is this whole, and it's creeping in more and more this season as well as last season. Oh, the league's more important. The league's a priority. See, that it fucking winds me up tenfold. Europe's a priority. The gaffer said it himself, and said it himself. Europe should always be a priority for Celtic. All some of our greatest memories, watching this wonderful team, is in the greatest European Cup games and the greatest European tournaments, playing against the best teams, and that should be our aim. Domestically, we've we've been cleaning up, and it seems to be like as long as we're doing well there, then that's okay. It's not like this is. <laughs> Back to the nights when, we, like, even when we were younger, with we like Larsons and Suttons, we were, we were playing the best teams in the world, and we're we're, we're beating them, and and the, the stadium, and all these players are coming, and managers, and the coaching staff, and every one of them is talking about how it's the best atmosphere in football. Like, how is it going to be the best atmosphere if we're not there? And see all this, these people. It's all about money now, and it's just the big teams, and it's there's no interest in that. I don't even care about the Champions League anymore. That's the, honestly, pish. It's the biggest tournament in Europe, 
and we want to be there, and you want to compete against the best. Yeah. So it's not the same do. as it used to be. No, it's not. I agree. I totally agree with you. But it's diluted with the so-called elite clubs. And it's money, and it shouldn't be called the Champions League because it's not the Champions. It's fucking top four and top six in Spain or whatever. But it's you still want to be there. Aye, it's money, and you still want to be there. You still want to be competing with these guys, and it's it's, it's the elite. So uh, just it's, the leagues, the leagues are a priority. That's oh, fucking bugbear, man. Uh, aye, we rant there, but back to the the, the board. It's, it's down to them. We're no, we, we, it, we've seen it every year for the for the past. What is it now? Six seasons. I think Rogers got us there. Rogers got us there, but even he had to struggle through without without getting his uh, signings in. Um, and then once we get by this stage and we we don't qualify, the the the, the pockets aren't lined as much. They start to get a bit thinner because we're not getting Champions League revenue or, or European money revenue. So the squad then doesn't uh, we don't progress as much as we should with the squad, and we don't we don't buy a better quality and because the money's not there, apparently, because we're not bringing in the revenue. Um, so it's like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. What are you meant to do? You're, it's, it's just like, right, we'll, we'll, we'll chance our luck and hopefully we get there. And then if we do, we'll start improving the team. No, improve the team and get there and then make your money back. We've made, yeah, exactly. We've, I hate we've, that. Made a, we've made a ton of money on um, producing players and, and selling them on as well in the past um, seasons. I know we're, we are spending, we're spending money, which is, which is good, but... Uh, aye, like you say, it's, it's a bit too little too late. We've, we've made five, five signings this year so far. Uh, two of them were isolating, uh, aye, isolating before they've came in. Well, one of them was just in the day, and that's the day after. The day after, the game, and that's so. uh, aye, and Celtic are promoting the hell out of that when we're all hurting the day. It's, it's another one. Uh, there's the two the two young boys from Sheffield Wednesday didn't even get a sniff. Um, I'd like to see Sean that midfield. Like I said, I don't think Sorrow. Uh, had the best of games last night uh, and that was another thing about the game, I know it's touching the board but just to go back to the game, I was slightly surprised that uh, Ross touched that, we were look, a lot of the team looked dead in their feet and we didn't make a change until late, late, late on which surprised me I know he's not got much to work with on the bench either but likes of Rogic and that they, they could have been on um, far earlier than they were uh, yeah. and it's it's frustrating because that Forest chance, if he puts that away, the tie's over and we're having a totally different conversation right now and we're all super excited and, and it was a decent performance. It's just It just feels a bit flat now, but um, aye. Get the no, signings in before the Champions League deadline, uh, before the Champions League qualifier and just get us through it. Well, we've been screaming for that, William, for years, as you know, years, uh, as I years. said. And, and it, it never, ever happens. And, and, and I think this is where we ultimately need to put blame on the board now. The board have been coming under scrutiny for various different things over the course of the past number of years. But I think this has to be the final straw for me. Um, at the start of this season, um, once Ange came in, we were like, right, OK. Um, and I know I said it myself. I was like, this is their chance to make amends for this, the previous season, right? Make amends, back the new manager, give him everything he needs, and let's get prepared for this year. And this year, by all accounts, is probably one of the most important years because the fact we're having to, having to go through three qualifiers to qualify for the Champions League is ridiculous anyway. Um, but this year, we know that winning the league is automatic entry. And that makes this particular year, this season, absolutely paramount. We've got Hearts on Saturday, which we'll come to, and we're still no much better after than we are. The league's about to start. And we're knowing much a better position. Starfelds came in and he he's expected to start. Uh, there's talk about Kyogo might arrive uh, Friday night because um, that's the end of his 10-day quarantine. Um, but then you're thrusting these guys in when they've barely had a chance to meet the team. Um, just coming to yourself, Ross, uh, and again, just going back to the issue with the board. Um, as William says, this, this has been going on for years and I completely agree and echo we. The Champions League, whether it's diluted now or no, is still the sort of pinnacle for club football. And you want to be part of that. You want to be mixing it with the elite. And the nights at Celtic Park are second to none. Um, and we all want to see that again. And we all want to be part of it. But the boards, and, and William made a perfect point, the board's failings here, and this is bringing players in on time. This Let's qualify first and then sign guys 
is absolute bullshit. And th that sort of mentality just shows you where the board is and how far detached they are from the fans. As I said, um, I think maybe we all said, and you were one of the guys, I believe, Ross, as well, who agreed that the, the, the board this year, if they can get the finger out, they back the manager to the hilt, they give him everything he wants in time, and we actually start making inroads, then maybe start to build and repair the relationship they had with the fans. But at this stage, given what happened last night, what's your feelings on the board at this point? Um, well, first of all, uh, everything he's like, sort of said, I, I, I share sort of all the sentiments that he's have went over. Um, but, I, I mean, we, I could sit here and go over all ground the last season, the spring, early summer, the how fiasco. We're all, like you have touched on, we're all fully aware of the failings of last season, the past season, eh, the, the summer there for the board. We're all aware of it. So, so knows. let me ask you this then. Um, if Rather than go over old ground and stuff that we've already been over, do you think it's time for eh, the board members to start stepping down or do you think that they need to be taken to task for this? Um, you think I don't, it's time? I don't, I don't, I don't know um, if they should step down uh, but I mean I'm just, I'm not saying I'm disagreeing with any what he's, anything of what he's have said I, I'm just sort of trying like, we could talk about it till the, the cows come home, it's not going to change what, what's went previously, I'm just sort of trying my best to look forward and remain to have a, a sort of level of positivity even <laughs> after last night which didn't go know well but I, I mean I might I might get laughed at by, by people that listen or by yourselves and that's totally fine but the past feelings like well the past feelings at board level of for me, they've got nothing to do with Don Mackay, eh, which I think most people will agree with, nor if they get anything to do with the relationship he's forging with the manager. Now, I, I accept that Mackay probably has a culture and a mindset to change within the board. And, and like building the squad, it's a process that will take time. But the squad, I believe... I think that's a process that's in motion. I mean, last last night was hard. It was a hard result to take, especially given that over the two games, we, for me, for all the world, we looked the better team. But I, I just think the reaction for some off the back of that result was as if that was a surprise to some folk. I mean, after the first game, don't get me wrong, I thought we'd get through the tie. But before a ball was kicked, I, I said it in the group chat, I, I, I tried to look at it with a sense of perspective for where we were as a squad. And I, no, I wasn't right, surprised. Yeah. And I expected, the result that transpired last night, I expected before a ball was kicked. Uh, but again, back to the board, like what, what has went for the board for the most part in the last couple of years has been nowhere near what is and should be expected within reason. Last night, it's on the board last night, it's on name and name alone, absolutely no doubt about it. But I go back to that word that I've used, process. I still maintain that the, the signs I've seen since Mackay and Ange have came in have been good. We, we didn't have time to be ready for that tie it's, it's just the way it's worked out and you've touched on it eh, like obviously all the things that have happened before it have sort of brought us to this moment but for me we didn't have time to be ready for that tie in the time that Angus came in but I honestly believe there's been a shift and like already and uh, and the manager I think the manager is going to be backed accordingly or certainly to the, the best of the club's financial ability going forward under Mackay's watch. I believe Mackay, I don't think he'll gamble on the Champions League qualifiers like his predecessors have in time. I mean, don't get me wrong, hopefully he doesn't need to gamble if we win the league, we'll go straight into it next year. But again, I just feel like 
and I get that I get like it's it's no good to know. It's it's tough to watch, but we we need to be patient with the process. It it might in fact it probably will get slightly worse before it gets better. But I believe That's Mackay, nice and positive, Ross. But what I mean is like for maybe the next maybe month or so, but then we'll start to see just things changing a wee bit once the signings start settling in and all that. But I believe Mackay will change the mindset of the board. I really do. I think it's it's starting already. Yeah, I and really I believe think so. that I do. I, I I think it's starting already. It's just it doesn't look like it because of the window we've had to get players in before that Champions League qualifier. I don't I said it in the last podcast. I don't think they gambled with the Champions League this year. I just don't think they've had enough time to get the players in. And don't get me wrong, I know Ange has touched on that things aren't moving fast enough. Ross, remember, we, we're in a position where he's no, they've not had enough time to get players in because of what transpired prior to that. I have alluded to that. Their and fault. I, I'm not ignoring that. I, I, and I've alluded to that and I'm not ignoring that. I'm just sort of steady looking back and going over all ground all the time. I'm trying to look forward. For me, I, I honestly believe that he, I'm not saying he's completely changed the mindset in the boardroom, but I think he's starting to. And I believe Ange, in time, will change the culture of the club. I, I really do. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I, I agree with you, Ross. I, I mean, like you said, you can start to see it in Dom and Ange right. have been a breath of fresh air. Um, and and I don't the, think anybody would if, disagree. See if we're still having this conversation in maybe, I don't know, six months' time, then I, I, I maybe need to eat my words. But for me, all the signs are there right now. And I believe, going off of all that, that we can be successful this season. It might, well, it won't be in the Champions League, obviously, but I think we can... Well, we've, we still, get, we've still got Europa League qualifiers, so uh, there's still an element we've, we've of Europe got, in the, within we've the got season. To, when does the transfer window close? Uh, I think We've got like another four weeks to get players in, they're, they're going to come in in drabs and drabs, it's just the way it is and they're going to have to isolate and stuff like that but I believe that by the end of August our squad will look very different on paper for what it does now and then by the time the end of September comes it's, you, I mean I don't, I'm not going to turn around and say we're going to win every single game for now to then, we, points have we dropped Rangers won't win every single point like they did last year uh, or no lose every uh, again they never lost one game they'll no do that but as as long as we are and kind of a touching distance by the time September comes I believe that by that time you'll see a change in the team and they'll be starting to really playing the way Ange wants to play we all the, I'm not saying you've got every single player he wants but a, a, a big chunk of the team will be in place and It'll be players that he wants that are suited to that style, and I think you'll see a big difference. I really do. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but I think it's. I can see a lot better Celtic team than now, and they're probably personnel-wise on paper worse than what they were the tail end of last season. If you look at the the fact that we've got a, what our back four is, and they're playing better football, and they actually. On the face, of it should have won both the games against Michelin, but Aye. for like just poor finishing, bit of inexperience. I, I just believe that the signs are there, and I'm I'm very positive, and I think Ange is going to bring success back to the club. I really do. I, by the way, just see just to jump in, I, I I totally agree with everything you're saying, Ross, about what's uh, what's happening and uh, with with, with Mackay and with, with Ange in the door. Um, but and I'm I'm always hopeful. Even last year when we were horrendous and we were on that horrendous run, every game we went into, I believe we were going to win it. I'm oh, always, I never ever I've never ever not back Celtic. It doesn't matter what, how bad we are. But in saying that, this season we're talking about how we gamble with the Champions League every year. The league season starts in two days. So, and you've said it yourself. I was just about to say that the squad now is for me it's it's far weaker personnel wise than we did have at the tail end of last season and it looks like we could get 
even weaker as much as Edward was terrible uh, last night. Looks like we can weaken weaken the squad further again if if the reports are true. And a lot of that was loans that left. あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
But I, I want to I just to, to touch on it. My thoughts in regards to that is, I mean, that, bear in mind, this is a completely different style of football than we've seen this team play, right? And it's still very early days. So I don't have anybody who was expecting that to click um, last night immediately um, is kidding themselves. It's going to take time. Um, but you're right in saying once it does and once we've got the right personnel in, once we've got a wee bit of depth, once we've got confidence in the team around us and once they start to play the style of football and they're used to it and the, the, they can they can bust a gut for 90 minutes, that you're, there's going to, the teams in that SPL are not going to be able to cope and that's fact and they're going to get absolute doings. And I, I firmly believe that. I think we're going to score, could potentially score barrels this year once it clicks. I agree with that. And I, uh, I feel aye. that but it is going to take time. And as it stands right now, with the team that we've got, we're not going to, we're not going to likely to see that for weeks, months even. Um, you mentioned, obviously, that we're just coming into August here. Um, you've got the rest of the month, essentially, to, to start getting guys in. Um, and then that's us for the, next, the rest of the, the right up until January. So we need to make sure we're getting enough guys in place at this point in time to make sure that we're putting a challenge to get to wrestle that league title back. And because we can't afford to wait, if we don't get players in, we can't afford to wait to January. There's absolutely no way. Uh, and you mentioned that the squad is practically threadbare, right? You've got Taylor, and I know some of you guys back Taylor. I don't. I don't think he's Celtic quality. I don't think he's good enough. Um, you've got Dane Murray, who, who was playing last night. Again, he's a, a squad-type player. He's still young. He's just come through. It's like he has plenty of potential, but I don't think he's ready yet. Welsh, who has been outstanding for his came in. He's answered the call. He's done his job. But again, I don't think he's he's first-team ready level. Um, Ralston isn't the answer either, despite the fact he's been putting in solid performances and making a lot of easier words. Uh, he's still no at that level. That's your entire back line. And this is your first, this is your first line of defence against any team we come up against. And until that changes, and that needs strengthened as soon as possible. Um, I know Starfelt came in today. We've got Julian expected to come back. I think he's doing light training or whatever the case is. Uh, he's due to come back. So there you've got two solid centre-halves. But you still need that left-back, right-back position. Um, and a couple of other backups as well, potentially. And then we get there's the issue with the keeper. Now, Barkas being dropped last night is very, very telling. For me, I think that it says that maybe Ange's no got confidence in him either. And the fact that Bain started, he played the full game uh, as a sign of things going forward. Now, I know Stephen was on here, he'd probably be arguing um, and disagreeing with me uh, extensively. <laughs> but it, it, it's for me, it, it, your, your entire four guys in defence, your goalkeeper, that's five positions right off the bat we need strengthening in. Aye, and I'd say, Merna, I'd, I'd say the starting lineup last night, Turnbull, McGregor, Christie and Edward are probably the only, and I know Edward had a terrible game, but normally he's, they're the only four that I would say would have been starting, are starting 11 players. I think the rest would be all squad players. No, I mean, I you, think, you, but you don't think Abada? I mean, Abada no, looks all right. Seen, he's still aye, early days. 19-year-old young boys came in and he, he looks decent. In fact, he, he played all right last night as well, but I've but yet Forrest to see. can come into that equation as that's well. That's true. And by the way, the first 20 minutes he came on, he looked electric. He looked, and he by could, the way, looked... remember, we've still got Dembele as well, uh, out on the right. Mm. Um, once his injury comes back, it looks like Andrew's got a bit of faith in him. Uh, so there could be a potential place in him. So the right, but you still want us to strengthen on that position. Because right? Right. we can't take any chances. And then you've got the left wing. We've got next to nobody, if anybody, nah. to play not, on the left. By the way, I think Chris has done a brilliant job, but he's never a left winger. No, um, you certainly know. Yeah, and like I think you say, he's socks off, but I you definitely need to get somebody in there. And then uh, we need another striker, definitely. There's so I many signings we need to make. I, I think we're all fully aware of like the signings that we need to make, and I think that he's like targeting the areas. Like he's brought in a central central defender. He, he maybe I don't know. I think probably we need another one, but maybe he feels. No, we definitely we needed a central defender before I left. Aye, I know. I, I agree with that. I'm saying I think we probably need another one, but maybe he feels that Starfelt, Julian, and Welsh is back up with Beaton floating about is good enough. Like if he needs to come in sort of domestically, he's not good enough to come in uh, 
on a European night, but he, you could not, maybe bring him in and get by against no disrespect, like against a St Mirren or something before playing at home. Uh, so maybe he feels like that's another centre half on top of Starfield, isn't he? Paramount when you look at other positions that we need to fill. He oh, maybe yeah, feels yeah. left back, isn't he? Paramount because uh, Taylor is not as bad as you're maybe saying, John. He was right <laughs> last night. Anyway, never had a good game last awful. night. I know I, I I don't disagree. He didn't have a good game last night, but I don't think he's a horrendous horrendous player. But I think he can do a job for us there. I don't think that's a like as paramount as other areas like the goalkeeper, like the right back position, um, the left wing position. Greg Taylor for me is exactly back. what you say is beat on as as a backup and centre defence. He's all right against a Saint Mirren, uh, a Livingston or whatever the case may be at SPL level. He could probably do a job. And you could say he's half decent for a defensive end. But see, when you want to compete in the likes of Europe and you want to sort of make inroads and you want to be... I mean, for me, I don't think he is at that stage. I don't think he is at that level, personally. By the way, I think that you, there's probably... Well, there's, there's absolutely no doubt there's better out there. It's Can you get him the now? Can, can you get that player the now? Or do you have to wait to January? No, I, mean, I, I, I don't think we're going I, to fill all the positions that we, we speak about in this window, so we have to look at the. Well, ones who have we got back up to right? Let's just have a let's just let's just go and analyse each position, right? We'll just go through them, and I just want your quick thoughts on where we stand in each position, right? Goalkeeper, do we need to bring somebody in? Hi, hi. By the way, I thought see, just a touch. I thought Ben had an actually he had a good game last night, but he's never ever the answer. He's, he's not right, the other nice. two. No, he's 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 no he's no Celtic number one. In, no, no, no. Absolutely we need not. to bring in a goalie. I don't. I think that's not even up for debate. So let's right, left back. You've got probably starting left back at this point in time. Taylor, who have you got as backup? Montgomery. Bolly Montgomery. Bolly. Bolly's not featured so, in anything it, either. Although you could say we we maybe need to strengthen. It's no as paramount as other positions in my opinion. I totally agree with Ross. I think. No, I mean, in terms of I think I, I think Taylor's decent, but he's not. I would, I would, I would. I'm the same as you, John. Like, I always back Greg Taylor. I think he gets a lot of stick, and he shouldn't. But he is. He's not. I would say he is a squad player too. And if if we could get a, that, but that would be my last priority. That would be just that. If we can get a loan move or something like that last, and and he's a top player, then I. But if Listen, not, I, I wouldn't be too unhappy with Greg Taylor going forward. I'd be happy with him for a season. I think that left back is maybe no a priority position, but it's that I think ultimately long term it's still a position we need to improve. Uh, if something came up, then I would definitely I jump at the chance. But and like you um, said, a loan move would probably be perfect uh, for us because you've got at least then you've got some in for the season. You've got backup. Yeah. So then let's move then to your two central defenders. We've got at the minute Starfield has just came in. We've not even seen him yet, but we've got Welsh, Murray, and Julian to come back. And then, Erigide. like you said, Irigidi, uh, and then what? Beaton. I would like another centre half, but I don't. Again, like the left back position, I don't think another centre half is absolutely paramount can, compared to other areas of the park. And then yeah, I, would, the new, I would, would want another one in. I would want another one in. I, would Julian, I think one we said Julian. Julian's no back to October or something. I think I read somewhere. I might not be right, but I think that's what I read. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as he's back, if Starfelt's a player that all the reports are saying and he's a wonderful ball playing centre half, then I think him and Julian can make a great pairing. Um, but again, I'm I'm like Ross. I don't think it's paramount. I would like another one in, but mm-hmm. you've got these guys that can fill in. And again, it's no as urgent like, as some other nah, positions. And what Ross is saying, mate, no disrespect to these teams, they're going to come to us and play with ten men behind the ball, and we're going to have all of the ball. Um, it's not going to be like the high press that that, that they, they played against us last night. Uh, and I don't no, think Mitchell it's knew that we were threadbare and they take advantage of the fact that we're still getting used to this tactical side of things. And, and they, they could do that. They could get away with that. But if this was... That's their game anyway. Aye. But I mean, like the, the, you take full advantage. I mean, you obviously, you're coming up against opposition who's in a, a big transition phase. Uh, new manager, new style, new system absolutely threadbare in terms of personnel and they've done exactly that they took advantage of it uh, move right back position who have we got Ralston that's that paramount absolute paramount that's that's Uri Gide at a push he's no, not a right back man no you he's need... not a right back I'm very right back than him 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm and saying absolutely got no tank anymore. So <laughs> that's that's the the well. There's two positions. So you've got a shout then for saying you've got you need a priority right back and a yeah. backup. Two. You need a first right choice back. right back, Paramount. A backup isn't Paramount. I don't like Ralston, but again, I'm looking at. Can you get with, can you get a backup and a first choice in, in this window? Probably no. So Paramount is a first choice. Ralston could be back up for a season. So it's looking no at the defensive end then, what we've yep. established, goalkeeper and right back are Paramount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The left back, central mid, uh, central defence, you'd like a player in, but it's no necessary, right? Mm-hmm. Midfield, I don't have any issues with the midfield as it is. As far as I'm concerned, we don't need strength. I, I would... I would like a, a one in with a bit more dig. Um, just, I think we were overrun uh, in the games against Rangers, and we were we lacked that bit of dig. Brown obviously gives you dig, but he was just at the latter stages of his career, and he was found wanting the games all at the time. I, I I would like to see somebody coming in there with a bit more physicality. I think we've got nice technical players in there the now with Christie and Turnbull and McGregor. Uh, Sorrow, he's quite technical as well. He, he can be tough in the tackle, but I don't think he's. When you go up against like a Ryan Jack, is, or a, I, I think you're Mara, sure think you, that we've got could be that guy. By the way, I am hoping Shaw's possibly, going to be that guy. Possibly, but he's still I mean, young and raw. He is still young I and raw. But see what you see in the preseason. He's got an engine on him. He, he's box to box. He, he's not scared of a tackle. He's quite a big laddie as well. He doesn't. He, he doesn't shy away from anything. So. I think he could potentially I would, be. I, I would just like to see a bit more experience in there, but that's it's just entirely down to opinion. No, but I mean this is why we're talking about it. It's like just to get your opinions and see where you stand. Um, what about yourself, William? Are you any position midfield in the area that you think we need to improve at this point? Uh, I'm not. I'm. I, I know what Ross is saying, and if there was somebody out there, then I, I, I would be. I wouldn't be adverse to it, but I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping um, I'm hoping Shaw's going to be that player I'm, I was really impressed with pre-season there was a couple of goals that came from him actually winning the ball um, in the tackle and, and, and letting the guys up uh, going forward do their, do their job so I'm hoping he's going to be the guy I was screaming for him to come on last night um, and I think I think that's probably our strongest I think Cal Mack now playing the, the number 8 role rather than the number 6 role as, the, as Hartson and Sutton were touching on He's looked like he's absolutely flourishing. He's getting forward and scoring goals. Uh, so and and like say like Turnbull has not been great so far, but what he showed last year, he, he carried the team himself for three months. Um, so I wouldn't be wanting. To, and Christie can slip in there as well. Also, and we've still got the likes of Rogic and that, that have only been mentioned as well that, that, that are there that can that can do cameo appearances and and charm as well. Thirty minutes. I mean, I know charm as well. Aye. So um, I think we're pretty stacked in there. I wouldn't. No, what Ross is saying, I would, I wouldn't be adverse to a, a good, uh, party, uh, experienced midfielder with a bit of steel about him coming in. But again, uh, it's there's uh, there's other positions that I would far likely, uh, far more like just to delve into the market for. And then lastly, then forward position, your 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 strikers. Well, I think for, uh, first, first of all, I think we need a left winger as well. Yeah, a left winger is actually a valid point, very valid point. I would agree with that. Forrest can go out there, but it's no it's no his best position. Chris and Michael Johnson's there, made a glass. Uh, mm. I, I want an out and out winger like you Forrest and Abada gives you another side to stretch Aye. the park because that's what we didn't do last season. I think we're I think we're all right in the right wing. I think we're so quite solid there now. I think Aye. left Aye, we, we could do with one one or two we could do with in the left. And uh, a striker's badly, badly needed. Aye. That's yeah, up there yeah. with the goalie. But then you've got okay. Kyogo coming in, uh, who plays up front. Aye, aye. He plays left um, wing as well, does he not? He I can don't play know if left, left or right. centre. Aye, plays left, left or, or centre, aye. There's a left, but there you go. Um, but I, I still think we still we, we could do with having another striker in as well. And that's nice light on, obviously, Adetti, um, who I'd like to see, obviously, take his chances. I thought, like you says, he says, when he came on last night, he looked up for it. Uh, but Eddie's heads away, as far as I'm concerned, and that last night proved that. Um, I honestly think if, uh, if if what Ross is saying, and we do get proper wingers in that are hitting the byline, um, I think a, a Yeti could score barrel of goals 
for this team. Um, if he's got the yeah, service there like that. But uh, we've just not got that in it. And Smith, it wasn't that long ago Rogers was saying we've got about 400 wingers, now we've got nine. What's happening, man? They've all Aye, gone. It's- but it just again, it just shows you just how threadbare this team is. The fact that so thus far we've went through every single position, and we've said it's an area that maybe no paramount still needs strengthened, um, except the centre and midfield. I think that's the only area where we can say, uh, and maybe the right wing as well, where we can say we've actually got enough depth and enough talent there. But every other position on the park, you've got an argument, and that just shows you the task at hand and how how bare bones the squad is, uh, which was the point essentially I was trying to make. Uh, I, I think, and I think the difference is, I think in seasons past, maybe I don't know about the end, the end of last season, obviously, but even though it's the same squad, but previous seasons, you'd be looking at us every window we went into. I would always go, I'm quite happy with this first eleven. I think we're just looking for squad players now. Whereas now it's the exact opposite. It's like we need like talent in our first eleven now. It's not, it's not about bulking up the squad. It's about getting bodies in that we're going to that are capable. Of, uh, like leading the line for this team. Definitely. Every team has cycles like this, but Aye. no every team leaves it as bloody late as what we have. That's the problem. Aye, but this it. is what I mean. You, you, I think most teams do go through cycles like this, but you'd expect, given the position that Celtic are in relative to their competition um, financially uh, in the SPL, um, and the fact that, again, if, if it weren't for the board's failings in the European aspect, You've got four, five, six potential seasons, a 30, 40 odd million guaranteed money that we've let slip through our fingers because they've been ill prepared. And now we're in the position we're in. Whereas that I don't think that this had to have been the case if the board were on their toes and they were doing things, we, we wouldn't need to be in this position. And that that's that is worrying as well for me. I think if you... you've got you, you've got to look as well and say, right, okay, if they did back the manager in the last four seasons, right? Their ties are still difficult ties. You, you you don't just turn up and win the games even though you've backed the manager. We spent in the region of 20, 25 million last summer after that tie and look how shite we were. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it doesn't guarantee yeah, that you're going to be you're going to be good. Like these signings that are coming in, you can't guarantee that oh, we're going right. to be outstanding. The problem you, is when you look at, see if you look at two, yeah. even just two or three seasons ago, and you go into the first game of the season, you look at that starting lineup then, and the starting lineup we're going to have on Saturday night, it's, that's a proper fall for grace. It's frightening. It's actually scary. Mm-hmm. Aye. So that actually just takes me on to the league opener. Saturday, obviously, SPL campaign kicks off. Uh, we, we're opening it against Hearts. Um, the way the team is now, just quickly, before we start getting into lineup predictions and everything else, um, just quickly, do you think we're ready for it? I think we're. I, I think we'll. I think we'll be all right. I think Ross is bang on. I think we're gonna. We'll, we might. We might not look. We might not be our, at our best, because these things take time, and his, his style is going to take time. But I think the the all these teams that we're going to be playing, we should be. Um, we should be giving them a game. We should be. We should be beating these teams. Uh, most of these teams are going to come at us with ten men behind the ball, and we're going to be in full control of the game, which. With this philosophy, is is like we're going to dominate, and with the way he likes to uh, pass the ball and he likes to get people forward, and these fullbacks are coming into the centre, and the, the the defenders and the keeper are, are, are ball playing players effectively, we're, and we're going to have a lot of the ball. I think it's going to be very effective. I think the only down that when we're going to come under scrutiny or our downfall is going to be when we've got teams like. Uh, Mitchelland at the high press and then they can put us in bother uh, if I'm being completely honest I would really like the, the Rangers game to have been pushed back a bit further and not come as, as soon in the season yeah. but um, I'm fairly I'm fairly confident that we uh, will get off to a good start and uh, the good times are going to be back you in the same sort of mindset Ross? Aye, uh, I, I mean Willie's touched on the style of playing stuff there and just to add to that I think that like as Willie says that most teams will be sitting with 10 men behind the ball but I think the way it looks like we're going to play we'll we'll draw teams out uh, because we'll be playing along the back and we'll sort of draw them out and then these teams aren't as good as teams 
uh, at European level and we'll be able to pass the ball through them easier and expose them more than what we did last season, like playing the ball across the front of them, them just like being very comfortable, just heading it clear or it was too central all the time. Uh, but I mean, as regards the game on Saturday, I mean, it is Tynecastle, but regardless, again, regardless of them being promoted, we'll, we'll have to work very hard to pick up the three points, but it's a three points you'd be expecting to pick up still. Uh, as I've said before, I, I think there's enough in, within the squad that we have the now to, to win that game and win a, a lot of Premier League games. Uh, so uh, I, 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 I'm confident we've got three points. Yeah, I would agree with you, boys. Uh, Ross, just quickly then, um, considering Starfelt's came in today, uh, he's available for selection on Saturday. Uh, and we'll say hypothetically, if Kyogo does come in tomorrow, as he's reported to, uh, and he's going to be available, what's your starting lineup and score prediction going to be? Um, so, assuming that uh, Kyogo's available? Aye, let's just assume he's, because by all accounts, right. his 10 day quarantine finishes tomorrow. Aye, right. Uh, I would go with um, Bain and Goals. I'll go with a back for a Taylor. Uh, Starfield, Welsh and Ralston and I would probably go with, just because he's had a bit more game time, I would probably go with Forrest on the left uh, play McGregor and Turnbull in the middle, Abada on the right and I would stick Christie in the hole just behind the uh, with for a hashie to come on and maybe do a Scott Sinclair <laughs> he'd done it That was against Hearts day, wasn't it? Ah, it was and what do you reckon the score will be? Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 Celtic. Nice, nice. William, what about yourself? I like that team, by the way. I really like that team, Ross. I think he's... Are you wanting what I would go with or what I think he'll go uh, Andrew go with? What do, you, what do you predict the lineups going to be? Uh, I, I think Andrew will go with the exact same team except put Starfield in instead of Murray. But I would like to see Shaw in there instead of Sorrow as well. Um, but I think that'll be the team. Uh, and I think we'll win 2-0 and I'll go for the two wingers I'll go Christian Abada to score Nice, nice I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm similar to yourself William uh, I think it's by and large going to be the same team that set up against Michelin uh, I think Starfelt's definitely going to start and play some Murray um, I think if uh, Kyogo comes in uh, we might even see him starting uh, rather than coming <coughs> off the bench I think that Ange maybe would, would put that on him <laughs> just thrust him in the deep end uh, and I agree with you I, I said it earlier as well and I've said it on previous podcasts I think Shaw's going to be a player for us this season and I'd like to see him get an opportunity and I, I, would, I would certainly start him I'd like to see him start anyway a heavy sorrow but I think the team uh, should be well set up I'm going to say 3 nothing to us um, I'm going to say Turnbull Christie and Kalmak anyway that'll be that so, by the way well, see, sorry just a touch I really like the thought of uh, McGregor, Turnbull and Christie as a midfield three, but we've, ju- we've talked to just about how much Karl Marx flourishing in that role where he gets to go forward, and I think if it's that midfield three, he's going to be the one that's sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a bit of a shame. But again, against all these teams that we're talking about, the lower end of the table, I think that's something that could definitely work in our favour, much more attacking, fluent uh, football. It's interesting. Yeah. Right. I take it you didn't want my scorers, John. Uh, did you not say them? <laughs> no. I thought no. you said uh, in Furuhashi to come on in there, Sinclair. I thought you'd mentioned your score. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No. Uh, well, I was just going to go uh, McGregor, Christie. I don't know. If, if Furuhashi is in the squad, I'll go for him to score the third. Uh, if he's no, we'll just go with Forrest. <laughs> he's starting putting a fiver on these bet and these, by the way. One of them's going to come no, on one day. Why? One of them's I've, going to I've not got any of them right so far. <laughs> It's like your coupons every week for me. Um, But boys, uh, thanks for coming on and joining me again. Um, I know that this has been a little bit more passionate and a wee bit less, I guess, positive than we'd maybe hope, uh, given last night's result. Uh, Obviously, this is is recorded uh, on the Thursday night to go out on Friday, which is why we keep referring to last night, etc. But no, thanks thanks for for coming on, boys. He's, He's... Enjoyed it. Happy to be back on. That was a brilliant debate there. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. That was good. Like I said, it's it's uh, uh, one of the things I personally like about this is uh, when 
like I said, despite the fact that that was a negative result, uh, it's still very early doors and we've still got a lot to look forward to. But you can hear the passion um, in, in the discussions that we have, and I think that that's fantastic. And I'd urge anybody listening as well, um, get involved. Like As I say, I keep saying it uh, anytime I'm on here, leave a comment on YouTube, let us know what you think. What, what would your lineups be? Who do you think? What positions do you think we need to restrict? Just get involved in the conversation like you were on here, Ryers, and um, just be part of it. But, boys, thanks again, uh, as I said, uh, for coming on. Uh, thanks again, Stephen, for letting me take the hosting again, mate. Anyway, we're all here for you if you need us. Um, just give us a shout. And um, for everybody listening, thanks for the, the continued and ongoing support. Any of you boys want to say anything before we go? I think I've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're wrapping at that then. Aye, heel heel, that'll do us. Heel heel, aye. Uh, so, what I will do though, just to honour Stephen, uh, is just thanks again to everybody listening. Uh, until we see you next time, stay safe. Uh, was it? Keep safe. <laughs> heel heel. I can't even remember his lines. <laughs> stay safe. Stay safe, heel heel. Stay safe. Ah, fuck it. Stay safe, heel heel. <laughs> You're 100% wrong. <laughs>